0: Here's today's quote. quote. You can get sympathy, or you can get better, but you can't get both. You can be in your comfort zone, or you can have growth, but you can't have both. You can be interested, or you can be sold-out committed, but you can't entertain both. You can have excuses, or have results, but you can't do both. Choose the path that develops your visceral fortitude. End quote. And unfortunately, listener today... I don't have a born-on and maybe a died-on date for this quote because I can't be sure of the originator. And I can't be sure it was who I originally thought it was. You'll understand in a moment what I mean. But you see, the alleged originator is a Mario Cortez. And the problem, as I came to find out as I began to research this episode, is that Mario Cortez is actually a very popular name. And I'm no expert, but I'd put it right up there with trying to confirm that a quote was spoken or written by a John Smith or some other such popular name. So I don't have a lot of background to give you here. And as a result, when I realized that, I almost discarded this quote. Not from my quote book, but from this episode. You see, there's quotes that are in my quote book that will never make it into episodes because I just don't think that they'll make particularly interesting quotes. I don't think they're universally interesting enough. Perhaps I'm wrong, but I have many, many quotes that I don't think will ever see the light of day on this on this show. I almost relegated this quote to that heap and said, it means something to me. It's not terribly important to me that I don't have the exact speaker on this because the words still resonate with me, but it's it's not listener quality material, let's say. Again, I almost did that with this quote. Why? Well, Because as I've talked about in the past, the reason I started this podcast was to provide context and background and dig deeply into words throughout history. Without context or background, I thought, I'm no better than Google for the listeners, so why have a podcast? But these words are great. These words are excellent. These words mean something, regardless of whether or not we know who originally said them. Whoever said them. Whenever they said them, wherever and to whomever they said them, doesn't matter as much in this case because they're so powerful. So, reluctantly, I decided to keep the quote, even though I can't fully attribute it. Now, I know I've done quotes before which I couldn't 100% verify provenance, but I try to avoid them. This one, however, leaves me almost universally befuddled. Regardless, let's press on with the words themselves. So as I like to ask from time to time, why this quote? Why does this quote stand out from amongst all the others? Well, you can find this quote about sports or athletic pursuits or any other myriad challenging thing. It's plastered all across the internet and it's shared broadly. I suspect the reason why is that it cuts to the heart of an issue. One that we see a lot and even done or participated in ourselves. And I speak, of course, of the insidious little monster of excuse making. Yes, I said it. You've heard people make excuses. I've heard people make excuses. And yes, I'm saying that both you and I have also made excuses ourselves. I know. I know. Shocking, right? Hard to believe that a podcast host would be so bold as to call out his listeners and say, Yes, listener, I believe you have made excuses at some point in your life. But I know you have, and I know I have. All joking aside, it's, it's our natural human tendency Why? Well, because we're all insecure to one degree or another. Some more than others, but all of us some. And we're all also proud to one degree or another. Some more than others, but all of us some. It follows, then, that we do not like to be, never mind admit, never mind publicly admit, or ever be reminded that we were, are, or will be, wrong. So we get defensive, right? We obfuscate. We... To quote a famous comedy movie, we dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge to avoid being, or feeling, or thinking, or, reminded, that we are fallible. And the result of those efforts, and all of those concerns, is often excuses. Well, you see, just, just let me explain. You see, what, what, what had happened was, etc., etc., etc. We all do this. It's normal and it's natural. And what the speaker is saying here, and what I think appeals to so many, especially in the sports world, is that no one cares. Right? It sounds harsh, and it sounds crass, and it sounds tough, and it sounds devoted and committed, which is why it's a sports thing. The speaker is urging us to own that sometimes we suck. Sometimes we fall short in our effort, or our time, or our interest, or whatever it may be. But that if we want to get better, we have no time for dwelling on that. So let me read the quote for you again, and note that there are four mm, dichotomies that the speaker lays out in this quote. So here it is one more time. Quote, You can get sympathy, or you can get better, but you can't get both. You can be in your comfort zone, or you can have growth, but you can't have both. You can be interested, or you can be sold out committed but you can't entertain both. You can have excuses or have results, but you can't do both. Choose the path that develops your visceral fortitude. End quote. So I asked you to pay attention to the four dichotomies that the speaker lays out. And what are they? Well, they're sympathy or get better, comfort zone or growth, interested or sold out committed, and excuses or results. Interesting, right? yeah I mean, maybe not. There's nothing here that we don't know, right? There's nothing here that blows the mind. Hell, there are a ton of quotes out there about risk and reward, which is really what we're talking about here. Have you ever heard somebody say, you can't steal second while standing on first, or you can't keep your feet on the ground and expect to fly? Exactly. Right? We've all heard things like this before. And... As has happened, and often happens, on this show, a plain and simple and succinct truth lies within this quote. But, though we know it in our mind, it's very hard to verbalize sometimes. Whomever the speaker is here has done that for us, and that's a good thing. The speaker has laid out what appears to be plain, simple, straightforward truth. You just simply cannot have one of these things and the other at the same time. And here's something fun that you don't often hear me say on this podcast. I also don't completely agree with the speaker on this one. And you might say, wait a minute, what? You're the podcast host guy that does quotations things. Like, you you bring stuff to us because you agree with it. Not always. Sometimes I bring things because they're thought-provoking. And sometimes that thought is a disagreement. And that's right. That's what this is. I think the speaker may have created some false dichotomies here. It's a term that some of you may be familiar with. And I say that because from a philosophical perspective, these are not necessarily true either-ors, right? All those who receive sympathy do not fail to get better, right? Not everyone who seeks growth must forsake their comfort zone. Interest is a step along the path to committedness. So that argument kind of even fails to make sense to begin with. And one can get results despite having excuses. So these are not necessarily true either-or situations here. And I may be being a little bit pedantic, sure, but I'm worrying about fine details, sure. Or I'm undermining the speaker's amazing words. Yeah, okay, maybe. However, I think this actually strengthens the quote. I know, another curveball. First he disagrees with it, and now he says that it actually makes the, cro- the quote stronger. Well, how? Well, if I argue that it's a literary tool to create false dichotomies such as this, to separate the Venn diagram, as it were, so that these things do not overlap, and to point out to you that that is occurring by the speaker, and this quote still moves you as it moves me, in spite of the mild inaccuracy that's being conveyed here, then the quote really is powerful. Right? It'd be one thing for somebody to say, yeah, the sky's not blue. Well, I'm not going to quote that back to people, and I'm not going to use that and let it define my daily life, because it's patently ridiculous. Right? But if I were to accept that, it's so powerful a statement that even if it's not 100% accurate, and I know that it's not 100% accurate, it's still powerful enough and worthwhile enough for me to reference. That's pretty cool. And I hope, listener, that this quote still moves you too. That it does challenge you. And that you do now go and develop your visceral fortitude. So that you can power through excuses and get results. And to forego sympathy and to get better and to grow outside your comfort zone and to be sold out committed and all of those things. We've talked about the decision points. I think it was Emily Maruchin when I had her on the podcast many months ago where we talked about how the average person makes tens of thousands of decisions in a day. Many small, insignificant, probably some you can't even recall. But you make a lot of decisions in the day. What this quote is encouraging us to do is to avoid taking the easy path. Something that we know very often fails to lead us to success. Very rarely, in fact, will it ever lead us to success. So the the last line in the quote where it says, Choose the path that develops your visceral fortitude. I think what the speaker here, whoever it is, Mario Cortez or whomever, is is saying is when you reach those decision points, it's oftentimes the right decision to take the difficult path. To quote the poet Robert Frost, to take the road less traveled, as it were. To take the path that is more challenging, that develops that visceral fortitude, that develops that strength, that inner strength. It's visceral. It's, it's, it's contained inside you. It is not something that you necessarily control. It's, it's its a part of you. It's stitched into your fabric. And that thing that is stitched into your fabric is fortitude, it's strength, it's toughness, it's resiliency, and other words that we've talked about in the past. You have the opportunity to make that decision every day. Will you always make it? Of course not. But this short and wise quote contains within it all the potential for us to move beyond where we are today, ignore the distractions that are out there And get better. And that makes this quote worthwhile, regardless of its origin or faults. So, I said I couldn't figure out who said this, or wrote this. Do you know who said it, or who wrote it? Do you know when it was written, or where it lives? If you do, hit me up on social media, and I'll be sure to give you a shout-out in a future episode. Because I like nothing more than to find out something that I didn't know previously. And in this case... Who said this wonderful quote, mild inaccuracies aside, something I'd love to know. Until next time, I'm Matthew Monroe. This is Quotations, and thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, please subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Or visit me at quotationspod.com to download and listen. Please also take a moment to recommend the podcast to a friend. That's a huge help. You can tweet at me at quotationspod. Send me an email to quotationspod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at quotationspod, or join the conversation on Facebook at quotationspod. I look forward to hearing from you, welcome your feedback, and thanks as always for listening.